This is Eighth Day Encouragement, a recap of the Sunday service, offering hope and faith from the Church of the Holy Trinity, Manhattan. You can find us online at holytrinity-nyc.org. Though January 6th is the epiphany of our Lord Jesus Christ, at Holy Trinity we joined many churches in celebrating the epiphany on January 3rd. Father Ousley preached a great sermon that can be heard in the link included in this email. At one point in his sermon, Doug mentioned the power of a star, that great star in the east which guided the wise men. I recently saw a star as I drove by the city of Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, where a giant star shines over a hill. But depending on the twists and turns of the highway, the star can be seen or it becomes invisible. That's the way stars seem to be for me and perhaps for most of us. At times there's a sign from God that seems sure and bright. But then, just before we know it, just after we're filled with faith, we lose a sense of God's presence and we're left in darkness. We're tempted to think we're left on our own. The Epiphany message can remind us that, like the wise men who followed a bright star to Bethlehem, but then seemed to fade soon thereafter, we too have our own version of faithful stargazing, which sometimes can dissolve into fear and darkness. But among the messages of today's Gospel is the word that no matter what, God is with us. God is still with us, giving signs to show the way and watching over. In today's Gospel from Matthew 2, wise men from the East see a star and try to interpret its meaning, but almost immediately they run into trouble. This is not going to be an easy star to follow. King Herod also has seen this star and he's afraid. He's threatened and he determines to get rid of the potential competition. Herod tries to get the wise men to work for him, to go and see the star and the Messiah born under it, and to help Herod confirm the threat he felt so strongly. These wise men have become popular in legend. Tradition has even given them the names of Caspar, Melchior, and Balthazar, but no one really knows. And yet the wise men were not called wise for nothing. These wise men get a sense of where they need to go in order to be faithful to God. And in going, they take risks. They risk professionally and that if they don't find the Messiah, they could look foolish. They risk spiritually, since finding a Messiah might mean adjustments in their values and their priorities and their relationships. And finally, in following the star, they risk physically, since King Herod does not hesitate to kill those who cross him. But they make their way nevertheless with persistence and with faith. In Matthew's telling, the three wise men bring Jesus gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Some commentators have suggested that these are simply the gifts that wealthy people might bring, but others have suggested that each of these gifts has a prophetic overlay. The gold looks forward to the kingship of Christ, to Jesus as King of the Jews, as King of all our hearts. Frankincense, like incense, is the stuff that priests use to make things holy and call down visual and physical prayers upon things, and so the frankincense looks forward to the priesthood of Christ. And myrrh, myrrh which was used as an anointment at death, 
myrrh foreshadows the suffering and death of Christ. T.S. Eliot, in his poem, The Journey of the Magi, captures this dual journey of the wise men, this sense of excitement at having found life, the life of God, but also a sense that along the way they will encounter death. Eliot imagines the wise men making this journey, he calls it such a long journey, the ways deep and the weather sharp. He goes on to talk about how there are times of trial and times of regret, hard times, but being led to the place under the star, a wise man wonders. Eliot then writes this, were we led all that way for birth or death? There was a birth, certainly. We had evidence, and no doubt I had seen birth and death, but had thought they were different. This birth was hard and bitter agony for us, like death, our death. We returned to our places, these kingdoms, but no longer at ease here in the old dispensation, with an alien people clutching their gods. I should be glad of another death. Eliot's poem reminds us that the epiphany is about revelation, the revelation that even though life in this world can be confusing, mixed with life and death and death and life, the epiphany reminds us that Jesus Christ has come as the light of the world, not just as the awaited Messiah for the Jews, not just the charismatic leader of those who knew him when he was in on this earth, but also for any and all who would seek to know God more deeply. A star appeared to the wise men in the east, and stars appear for us as well. Sometimes we need one another in order to see them clearly. Sometimes we need practice in order to spot them. And sometimes we simply need to stand still, to breathe deeply and look, listen, and wait. Let us pray. O God, by the leading of a star, you manifested your only Son to the peoples of the earth. Lead us, who know you now by faith, to your presence, where we may see your glory face to face. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Holy Trinity Choir had Sunday, January 3rd, off, but here is a recording from Christmas Eve, in which the choir sings Francis Poulenc's Videntis Stellum. The short text from a Latin chant sings, Seeing the star, the wise men were overwhelmed with great joy, and entering the dwelling, they offered to the Lord gold, frankincense, and myrrh.
You've been listening to Eighth Day Encouragement. The eighth day is a Monday after the seven days of the week, but the eighth day also stands as a new creation outside the pattern of the usual seven. And so the eighth day symbolizes resurrection, hope, and the possibilities for new life. I'm John Bedingfield, the priest and rector at the Church of the Holy Trinity, Manhattan. I hope you'll come and visit us in person one day, but you can also worship with us through Facebook Live, follow us on YouTube, and learn more at holytrinity-nyc.org. God bless you this week and always.